Welcome to Watch Our Crap Ins, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker. You can also find me on the Game Brain Podcast. I actually hosted this episode, this week's episode, for the first time ever. So go check that out. And joining me is the wonderful and hilarious Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Well, hi, Ben Alooney. Did you How's- you know, I'm it's it's midweek and uh I'm I'm happy. I'm just I'm very happy because I decided to uh, revamp my uh, my pantry storage with a whole bunch of OXO containers, and I never knew how fun redesigning something with modular storage could be until this week. And I'm I'm in the throes of it: squares, rectangles, tall rectangles, squat squares. It's the best. I'm living my life. Hashtag white women, Ben. Hashtag white women. Okay. <laughs> how are you doing, Ronnie? Um, I'm doing good. I'm a bell jar kind of person myself, not in the suicide kind of a way, but that's how I like to organize. I put everything in bell jars and then I line them up in the pantry and I'm like, look at me. I'm a jar mm. person. Yeah, I would love Tell to have. Friends. I, <laughs> listen, I, I love your gel, your bell jar privilege, <laughs> but um, I don't have the sort of pantry where I can line everything up. It's sort of like. It's a sh- it's sort of like a it's a shelf that has like a little metal kind of undercarriage that you pull out. So um, I realized I was like I was getting very frustrated. I was like my pantry, my pantry, everything is getting crammed in there. All these you start to accumulate all these random little like an almond flour here and a buckwheat flour there and coconut flakes and things start to pile up. And um, you know I decided it's time to go vertical with my storage. You know no more little squat jars and and bins. We're doing some vertical modular storage, and I've been on quite a journey, I have to say. Thank you in advance. That's like one of my least favorite. That's one of my least favorite phrases. Let's get vertical. No, fuck <laughs> you. How about you go fuck I, yourself? Okay. I am getting vertical. But you know what? Because all my storage was very squat. Okay. And I realized that if I, I can take, take advantage of the vertical space in my pantry and get more stuff in there. And that's what I've discovered. I get it. But when I've heard the term, it's usually like get out of bed is what it means. Mm. And I don't like that. Yeah, or it's corporate people talking about verticals, you know, which is also annoying in its in its own different way, you know, sure siloing verticals, etc. Um, yep. So that's 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 our way of saying that we're talking about Vanderpump Rules today. It's the <laughs> we're talking about storage for <laughs> talking the opening. about those are basically the equivalent of just like OXO bins. Just fill them up with booze or emotion, and and you're good to go, right? I don't know. I'm trying to make that metaphor work. It was tough. Um, It was tough. It was was a tough bridge to go from OXO to Vanderpump Rules, but I tried my best, guys. I I did what I could. But um, that being said, before we dive into it, I will make a bridge towards this, which is that we do have tickets on sale for our tours. I mean, our tour and so for our shows next year. We're going to have so many fun ones. Go to watchcrappens.com to get all the deets on that because we're probably coming to a city near you. Some of the cities have already sold out and uh, some of the venues are getting low on tickets, I believe. So uh, just don't wait. 
uh, or or just don't be left behind in this. So go to watchercrappens.com and get your tickets and come see us live because it's actually like so fun and we have a blast doing it and we love seeing all of you guys out there on the road. We sure do. Also, we um, you can find our Crappens on Demand videos. Those are super fun. That's patreon.com slash watch We do our bonus episodes over there, our videos. This week's videos are Real Housewives of Beverly Hills finale recap, the final recap, and uh, Winter House, which we are bringing back to the main feed this week. So if you want the video, go over there. Also, our bonus episodes, okay? Yeah. Um, and today... Is By the way, Michelle also mentioned. Rules. Sorry, if if you're looking for the Below Deck recap, that's a bonus episode this week. Okay, Winter House is a main feed show, and Below Deck is a as a bonus episode this week. Yes. Um. So here we are with some Vanderpump Rules. Enjoying it. I'm enjoying yeah. Vanderpump Rules. I saw a post. I think it was from Bravo chat room on Instagram. It's really sweet. Um. Who was like, "Am I liking this season? I feel." I feel insecure about it. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. And everyone's like, no, fuck that show. Not without the OGs. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm what enjoying it too. Well, you know, people need a moment. You know, what? this is this is the cycle. You're not my dad. You're not my dad. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it's like. <laughs> yeah, people people need like a moment. When a show starts to turn itself around, you get like a few voices of people saying, wait a second, this is actually pretty good. But the majority are still like, Boo! And then, like, you have another season where then, you know, more people are like, this is pretty good. But there's still people that are like, I don't watch it anymore. And then in the third season of The Turnaround, all of a sudden people realize, wait, this shit is good. And they're like, oh, my God, Vanderpump Rules are so good. And then Bravo says, it's the comeback season. But then the rest of us are like, it was the comeback season two years ago. That's the cycle. Yeah, well, I was worried because so much of this show relied on the energy of horrible men. You know, mm. and it's like without Jax, you know, who are you going to get for a cokey, a cokey, horrible, semi-abusive man? And, um, yeah. you know, now there's James. Yeah, Just well, like I mean, younger, I feel like... Cokier. I feel like I'm going to need you to take this more into 2021, Ronnie. It's not about just like horrible men. It's about horrible men and horrible women. Okay. Let's, 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 let's open our tent here a little bit uh, because we also have that too. We have everything. We have a little bit of everything for everyone. Yeah. So um, let's see here. All these faces, all of these faces, hiding away from everyone who knows. <laughs> are you on the run, Trixie? What's happening? Because these are the lyrics. I had to turn on closed captioning just to make sure I was hearing them right. All of these faces and all of these places, hiding away from everyone who knows. <laughs> knows what? What have you done? And how many faces are we talking about per person? Right, because it's LA, so there's gonna be a it's not just one it's not a one to one ratio. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so Fiona's asleep. Of course Lala has a dog named Fiona, which I think is kind <laughs> of funny because isn't that Sh uh, Shrek's pretty wife? That yeah. He ends up turning into a Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> she was she always has, a Shrek, Ronnie. No, okay, she that was to, her. She was nature. a pretty princess and then she had to turn into a Shrek to be with Shrek. She also hates she also hates what we do to turkeys on Thanksgiving. That's Fiona Apple, actually. But well, still I think in the Fiona a, family. I think it's a very good example of what's happening on Vanderpump Rules. Lala's just like, fuck it, I'm becoming a rand. <laughs> I was not willing to commit uh Lala's dog to my notes. I was not willing to write down Lala's dog name. Uh, do you think Lala named the dog Fiona or Randall? Yes. No, Randall wouldn't even name a dog. He just named yeah. the dog like dog. You know, he's one of those guys. Yeah. Like Tom Schwartz. Who names a lizard <laughs> dog? 
Yes. Which is one um, of my pet peeves. One of my pet peeves is when people name pets after other animals. Like when they name their dog Bear. Okay. For some reason that drives me nuts and it happens all the time where people are like, here's my dog bear i'm like well it's not a bear so don't call it bear it's a dog give it a name but don't just say it's bear okay it's not a bear stop mislabeling okay? my dog yeah yeah that dog's like that. walking around all upset it's triggered Identity issues <laughs> yeah so uh by the way everybody we keep making hashtag white women jokes because that is trending right now on twitter and we just happened to catch a quick glance of hashtag white women we're like what is this about and <laughs> it's so all over the place i can't even really tell you what it's about i just i just I love funny. i just love 2021 like that's what's <laughs> trending hashtag white women <laughs> hashtag fiona and um, then we start laughing at, about it and talking about how we're organizing everything with jars and oxos. <laughs> XOXO, hashtag white women, oxo. So yeah. Lala is trying to get her baby to go to sleep. And then um, Randall. She tells us this little story about yeah. how she she tells Randall, I figured out how to get the babies to go sleep sleeps. Basically, what I do is I take her out into the suns and then I lift her up right into the suns. <laughs> So she'll close her eyes. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Well, um, congrats to paying the optometrist bills for the rest of your life. <laughs> no, no kidding. Have fun blinding your baby, you fucking weirdo. She, I don't think she sees very well yet, but I ordered her a little crawling stick on Amazon. Like, what the fuck, Lala? <laughs> Lala, her, her whole thing is that she said, um, you know, this way when she's in the sun, she's going to close her eyes and realize that it feels nice to close my eyes. She's trying to do some sort of pavlonian uh therapy with her child but that like pavlov that his his shit doesn't work with this cast because if this if his shit worked with this cast we wouldn't even have a show the point is that people make the same mistakes over and over again despite incentives in the other direction okay pavlov's dog has died at vanderpump rules and you don't have to incentivize your baby to close its eyes. Rand is its father. And his mother looks like a damn fun house outside a birthday party, okay? The kid <laughs> knows how to close her eyes. Maybe the kid's all maybe the kid wants to see the world, Lala. Why are you closing the world to your to to ocean, okay? You know, you can't name you can't name your child after open water and then expect them to have closed eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's I'll put, saying I'm going to put that on a plaque and, and hang it somewhere. A really useless saying that actually means nothing. Yeah, because you can't really see in the ocean, right? <laughs> so yeah. it makes sense. She Maybe she does want a baby things. that closes its you eyes. When you're in the ocean, what do you do? You close your damn eyes or you'll get salt water in there and it'll hurt. I mean, you can you see. Know? You just can't, you can't go into the deep. You can't go into the Mariana's Trench. That She should have named her daughter that, Mariana's Trench. <laughs> Could you imagine Mariana's <laughs> Trench? Damn it. <laughs> There's always baby number two, Ben. There's always baby number <laughs> this two. This is Ocean and this is Mariana's Trench. So she tells us that the baby is just like Rand because Rand has like um, foam loop, basically, fear of missing out on pussy. That's what Rand has, okay? And that's currently what this couple is suffering from. So it's really crazy that this episode is about Rand's fear of missing out and trying to keep the party always going um, while she's trying to get the baby to close its eyes. I don't know. Yeah. It's just because, you know, it's not good news out there for Lala and Rand. They broke up, and I guess it's official now. And then mm. Rand had to file to get less child support. He he filed to pay less in child support payments because he can't afford them because he's about to go bankrupt. 
So that's He's what's happening to, to Lala. Go bankrupt. He makes so many of those shitty movies every like no. he is squirreling well, his money away and he is being shady with his money. I'm gonna tell you that right now. There's more there's money there. Okay. There's Randall money Emmett filed Randall Emmett filed to decrease child support to avoid bankruptcy. Um his legal woes continue, blah, 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 significant well, debts. Um he okay, says you know that what, he only right. made one movie in twenty twenty and that he has to give his ex wife. Childers, no. Amber Childers, uh, he has to give her a lot of money and she's spending all the child support payments on herself and not the kids. And uh, he's, you know, it's just a funny episode for this to come out when Lala is on somebody about child support payments. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> By the way, you're right. He is out of money, which is why this uh, breakup is apparently sticking. <laughs> because if he still had that money, yeah. you know, Lala would be back. Yes. You know, you, that's the barometer of his wealth. Is yeah. how long how long Lala will take his shit. We, like the second that money ran out, he was she was fucking out of there. We saw it with Erica Jane. We're seeing it with Lala. I mean, sometimes there's certain things in LA that you just cannot you just know and you understand. Okay, we don't have weather reports, but we do have debt mo- debt barometers, <laughs> and <laughs> and that's Lala and Erica Jane and various others. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. So, f- so FOMO. Randall's so putting Lala. together a poker. He's putting together a poker night. And why? Um, because he missed out on boys' night. So he needs to make up for the FOMO, right? He had the FOMO. Yeah. So now he's got to do a poker thing. Yeah, and we already know it's going to be terrible. And he's telling he tells her that there's going to be unlimited reentry. And he goes because you know my nickname. And uh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't really understand this at first because I couldn't, I like, I didn't, I couldn't parse out the syllables to understand this, and I was too lazy to put on closed captioning. But then later on, I was like, "Fuck, they're going back to the stupid nickname." I'm gonna look it up, Rebuy Randall, which I thought was like R E space B Y space Randall, like it was like Re by Randall, and I had no idea what the hell she's talking about because you don't was play actually, poker. <laughs> well, no, I actually am in a gay poker league, believe it or not. Oh, I just Lord. never. I never go and I lose always. But <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I'm the Tom Schwartz of gay poker. So uh the point is it's rebuy Randall. So I guess it means you're always he's always just buying back into the game. Is that the thing just spending money that he's yeah, not spending just on throwing his children? Money. On, not yes. on his children? He's actually a professional poker player too. Yeah. Did you know that about him? Didn't he produce like World Series of Poker or one of those awful shows that's on at 2 in the morning? Um probably, but he's won a couple of of those, I mean, he's actually pretty good, but this is a pretty big red flag, right? I'm I like, mean, when your when your yeah. man's name is Rebuy Randall, <laughs> I feel like it's not just, good. It's also such a boring nickname. <laughs> it's like such a like. I mean, it's just like a few letters away from Rebar Randall, which is also terrible. I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like I want my nickname to have more levity, not like Rebuy Randall, like Rebuy Rebuy Randall. Yeah. Um, so red flag. So he's like, you know, I'm thinking about inviting Brock. You know, I don't want to leave him out of anything. And she's like, but look at this baby. We're dancing. This is what I have to do with her. <laughs> so anyway, obviously I had to have a conversation with Brock's, but, um, you know, he spewed all over me. What's it called? Spit. No. <laughs> Water. No. I don't want to say anything else about spewing. What did he spew on you? And what kind of automobile did he promise you in return for letting him do it? Huh? <laughs> So she tells Randall about the restraining order. And then we go to Katie, who's just like mid-conversation with the Schwartz somewhere else. And she's like, but why are we shrugging off, shrugging off the domestic violence thing? And he's like, oh, Baba, I mean, isn't that between Sheena and Brock? And she goes, and Katie's like, well, Lala heard that. And it freaked her out, as it would anybody. 
And Schwartz is like, well, but don't you think that she brushed over it because she's so happily in love? Like, Katie, why are you even bothering having a conversation about domestic violence with Tom Schwartz? He he does. He probably doesn't even understand what it means. Yeah. You're not going to um, get any good insight from him. That's what I'm trying to say. No, none. You know, he's like, well, I guess maybe she just brushed over it. And she's like, yeah, you don't just, you know, that's what Sheena does. She brushes over things. Listen, no one married to Schwartz is allowed to get mad about people shrugging shit off. You're married yeah. to Schwartz, okay? He's literally shrugging right now while he talks to you. <laughs> <laughs> You've already condoned shrugging on the ring on your wedding finger uh, level. Okay, You had now. a Wednesday wedding, okay? You had a Wednesday wedding. Did you shrug that I mean, off? Yeah, that's a shrug off. That's a that's a big that's that's what you call a shrug of a of a wedding day. Okay, <laughs> it is. That's like a shrug off to everybody else's time. A Wednesday wedding. It's like ah, oh, you don't need this week in your life. Just shrug it off. Before Wednesday was known as Hump Day, it was known as Shrug Day. Like, am I in the beginning of the week? Am I in the end of the week? I don't know. I'm just right in the middle. So. uh Anyway, but then we go to James to get his perspective. He's like, hello, they flipped, crying. Like, don't talk about me and my family. Don't talk about my family. Like, I don't know who young Brock was when he had kids, but he was probably, he probably was younger than he was now, right? I'm like, powers of deduction are strong on this cast. And you gotta love that Raquel just stares at him like she's doing math in her head. She's like, mm, mm-hmm. But you know how Sheena and I have gotten... Clearly, life isn't everything she portrays on her vlog. And he's like, well, obviously. And then we cut to the dream movie music that they use, which I love. The Jack's mowing his lawn music. Yeah. And um, it's Sheena holding a selfie stick, happy as can be. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my channel. We're doing cooking with Brock vlog today. By popular demand, I'm making an apple pie and an apple pie with a crumble on top. Yeah, it's like French apple or Dutch apple. I don't know the difference. Comment below and let me know if you know the difference between an apple apple pie and an apple iPad apple pie. And why do iPad pies make my stomach hurt? Ah! Comment below if you know the difference between a French apple pie and a Dutch apple pie. And furthermore, if you know the difference between French and Dutch. Are they the same thing or two different languages? I don't know. Comment below. So she tells us again, my track record doesn't help my current situation. I know it's frustrating because Brock is the real deal. <laughs> he literally knows two different apple pies. So, uh, <laughs> and then we go back to the video and Brock's like, your man Brock is back to teach you guys how to bake a cake for everybody. Uh, it's a pie. It's a pie. <laughs> I'm using YouTube and vlogs to show a deeper insight into our relationship. I just want to show people the true, authentic version of myself, completely unedited. And he's like, come to this side over here. He's like, that's my bad side. Okay. <laughs> completely the unedited, except by me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me tell you a little bit about apple pie. Uh, the camera's off, so you're really not telling anyone that. It's like, well, it's so truthful and unedited. We didn't get his insight. Um, I just, I love that this is her way of like expressing a deeper insight into their relationship. Like people want to know more about me. So here it is. I don't know the difference between French apple pie and Dutch apple pie, (laughs) (laughs) which admittedly, I don't think I necessarily know off the top of my head. I kind of feel like French is maybe like thinly sliced apples on top, like a tart or something. But I just love that. That's what she's leading with for people to get to know her better. Well, and to get to know Brock, right? Because Sheena's whole thing with the guys, like her love languages, her love language is skill set. 
right? So with Rob, it was he can hang a TV in under seven minutes. With this guy, he can make apple pie. Like, how can he be a wife beater if he makes apple pie? Come on, guys. <laughs> he's um, he's as American as French or Dutch apple pie, <laughs> which is admittedly more French or more Dutch. Than it is American, I guess. <laughs> where's Where's Europe? <laughs> no. Comment below. He was if you trying know to make Europe an Australian is. apple pie, but he just kept leaving it. I say, hey, aren't you going to finish that pie? <laughs> you say, no, someone else is there now. I want to give that pie its space. He was going to make an Australian apple pie, but he still owes the grocery store a few more bucks before he can actually claim his ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut back <laughs> we cut back to Lala and Randall. I like that his apple pies on layaway <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it alright listen I've had some problems in the past with apple pie but I'm working on it alright commercials here comes one right now so back to Lala and Randall's Lala's like well and then we went to Lisa's for teeth, and she asked what I'm concerned about, and I said, originally it was the two children that were left behind, but now domestic violence charges. I would hope that if I were in Sheena's shoes, she would come to me and say, I want you to be smart. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. We saw what happened when people tried to say anything about any of the lie ghosts that you were dating back in the day, yeah. ma'am. Exactly. Lala has a real uh, interesting perspective on this, which is hypocritical. So then we go back to Sheena and she's like, well, unfortunately, you have some explaining to do, Brock, because of the way Lala presented the situation. And it was like, Lisa felt like I was hiding something. And I was like, I'm not hiding anything. The truth is, how could I hide the difference between French and Dutch apple pie? I have no idea the difference. So how can I hide it? Well, you look up to Lisa, and I don't want her to think less of our relationship because Lawler decided to throw that over the table. So He's so violent that he can't even just say, she put that on the table. No, she threw it over the table. <laughs> His like metaphors early. are violent. His meta- <laughs> <laughs> He's thrashing. So Sheena's basically like, well, you're going to explain what the restraining order was? He's like, oh, I will. Oh, I feel like if people want to get to know me, I'm okay with that because I don't have anything to hide. I'm open and honest. So um, uh, so now we go over to Tom, the, the new restaurant space for the Toms uh, over in Franklin Village. And we meet Greg, who's their other investor. He's like the... The new the he he's like the other Lisa Vanderpump because he he used to run the Belmont which they go to all the time now, so uh, they walk in and um, Sandoval's like, dude, every time I walk in here, it's like such an obstacle illusion. I'm like, <laughs> a, first of all, obstacle illusion is a funny concept, and then <laughs> b, <laughs> you think there's an obstacle and there's not, but then b, I also like the idea that <laughs> that it's like an that it. It's an, that the you walk in and the restaurant's like an illusion, <laughs> like you think the ceiling is three feet high, but it's ten feet high instead. It's funny that he said that because he does want to make it into an obstacle illusion because his plans for it. Well, first he walks in and Schwartz just walks it behind him, copying everything that he does. Right? He's like, yeah. What if we had the ceiling dropped right here, but then, like, you check in at the host stand, and then you walk in, and you see the ceiling rise up. Like, you see all of this. And <laughs> Schwartz is like, yeah, because then, from this part on, it'll open up into the grand ceiling. Yeah, he just said that. Okay? Yeah. And useless. 
Also, get an awning. That's a lot cheaper. Okay, get an awning and walk through the front door. Then you'll see the ceiling. So then, um, so then they go there to go start talking with Greg. By the way, I actually think this space looks kind of cool. Like, I'm actually, I'm excited to see how it. Like, I just hope it doesn't get all Vanderpumped, like with giant planters and flowers and ornate. Sort of, I still don't have the right word for Vanderpump style. There is a word for it. There's a phrase, but we still have not been able to find it, right? Like ornate, like garden party tacky, you know? Yeah, it's like a, the tea party that never ends kind of thing. Yeah, I wish there was um, a really... Like ornate a tea party. Mm-hmm. Or you yeah. can just call it what it was called in the first place, Alanian. <laughs> yeah. So um, so then Sandoval is, like, obsessing over, like, various plants. He's like, dude, I want to have, like, a starry night in a booth, you know? It'll be, like, stars. We could put a light strip right here. And I was like, I see, like, a, so the light will come and it'll barely hit it. But then the light doesn't hit it because it's, like, it's a starry night. But the sun hasn't quite got around the moon. So it's, like, a little bit of sun, but not a lot. And then there's, like, George Clooney just goes floating by. And you're like, dude, I'm really in outer space. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also at a bar. And his obstacle illusion. He's like, and then I want stairs right here. And then the stairs will go down. And then people will be like, oh, my God, there's stairs. So that's like a separate area. And then there will be other stairs that go from there to there. And then there will be like a double table. Like you have to walk up a ladder to go to a table. <laughs> okay. People are going <laughs> to fucking fall down in this restaurant. How much insurance are you planning on covering? <laughs> I know. Tables on the walls. Just hear me out. Okay. Tables on the walls. <laughs> I want to make bar stools, but they're knives. And then people will just like have to like hold on really tight with their butt cheeks while they taste this drink I made with coal and lighter fluid and a gray goose. Mm. Dude, hear me out. Okay, we put a rig up on the ceiling and it rotates and it has these big bungee cords and you tie yourself to the bungee cords and the rig spins you around. And as you spin around, you try to get your drink, but maybe you get someone else's drink and you're getting like all these different drinks. It's like a different experience every time. It's a starry night and there's light on the stairs. Dude, it's awesome. So this place is the old uh, Invilita restaurant on Bronson. And Which one? They... Which restaurant? La Velita. It's like a La, La Velita. Well, that's how I, I say never, it. I don't know, I, I don't know that restaurant or or its former space on Bronson. I guess I don't really go up Bronson Yeah, off Franklin. Yeah. yeah, it's off Franklin. So it's kind of by that UCB. Yeah. Um, just, so they're going to have a lot yeah, of improvisers. Oh. You're going to need oh, drink I specials. Know. And yeah, also, if anyone is planning on going there, do not plan on parking ever. Okay. Yeah, there is no now. parking. There will be no parking, no parking, no parking whatsoever. And if you plan on just driving by, be prepared for people just like, even though there's no parking, there are simultaneously parking in the middle of the street <laughs> looking for parking. And so <laughs> yeah. be prepared for just like yeah. awfulness. It's like a uh, line of cars at all times. And, um, and a lot of people yes, standing each other on the sidewalk. <laughs> yes. And it's right across from Scientology. <laughs> so well. you might yeah. see Christie Alley, which <laughs> yeah. could be fun. <laughs> um so he's talking about how he wants all this and like you know trapdoors waterfall and greg's like, like all right guys you know what we're gonna do we're gonna talk names and he's like well we settled on well i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be schwartz and sandy's and he's like no i want schwartz to say it because he can't even get it out of his mouth go on wuss say it wuss oh <laughs> uh, schwartz and sandy's so this guy's like, oh, is that like a different kind of deli? I mean, someone's going to show up here thinking they're getting a pastrami on rye. <laughs> now, I have to say this, Ronnie. I agree. I don't love the name. But also, that being said, L.A. is a city with horrific bar names. Like, there's so many ridiculous bar names out here. Like, uh, 
there's of course I can't think of any, but there's that one that's like <laughs> on like Argyle and Sunset. You know the one where it's like you go through a refrigerator to go into it. <laughs> that one, Davy Davy Wayne's. Good times at Davy Wayne's. See, I mean, I think shorts. If in a world where we have good times at Davy Wayne's, you can have shorts and sandies. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad. And also, people are going to be going there for them. So they'll know. I don't think it's. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. But you know, it's just me. Everyone else hates it. But you they know should what? Serve, Go ahead. But by the way, they should lean into it, and they should have like a thing where they like are serving like pastrami on rye. Like it's kind of like a fun thing. You go, you get your drink, but you can also get like a sandwich. You know. Yeah, and Schwartz is like, well, I'm rub- I'm warming up to the name. I wouldn't say I'm falling in love with the name, but I'm falling out of hate with it. It's like, whoa, uh, you're using your vows again? I know, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Applying the lessons he learned from his marriage to this name. Wait, I've heard this summer. Oh, right. It's when you wrote your own vows at your Wednesday wedding. Wrote <laughs> <laughs> uh, his own vows at his Wednesday wedding right before he went and swam in a river and then got into a tux. Yeah. <laughs> so this Greg guy is like, all right, guys, you need to understand. It ain't all fun and games, right? This is a real hot dollars and cents. So what I need is a poster board with ideas. I want it to be like a second grade science fair up in here. All right. <laughs> I want to see a volcano made out of baking soda and soda water explode. You see what I'm saying? Prove to me you're worth it, boys. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, you guys have to convince me that you know what you want. So mission statement is probably the one thing. And I want you guys to convince me that I want you guys as my partners. So, yeah, prove to me, prove, you know, whatever. So, yeah, they have to do like a, like, they have to make a poster, basically. So now, now it's like, it's like LA. We get all these, we get all the standard um, B-roll footage of aerial shots of Los Angeles and traffic and things and like really sped up traffic. And it's like, wow, the city is alive. And then the camera just sort of lingers on a fire hydrant for a while. And I was like, this is Vanderpump rules. Like, let's take a moment to appreciate the spot where dogs have peed. Okay, let's let's take in the dog urine. And now we will go directly over to James and Raquel. Well, isn't it fitting, though? Because there's what are what are fire hydrants there for? They're there for dogs to pee on. It's like no one yeah. is less respected than the fire hydrant. Cut to Raquel. Just standing in the <laughs> nose, standing in the mirror, putting her fingers on her nose and stretching it, like giving it stretches. And she's like, I've always been a little insecure about my nose. And then we see a clip of her telling Vanderpump. She's like, I got a nose job. A nose job, darling. I don't know if I can have you working another place while you're working here. <laughs> no, like a nose job on my nose. Oh, did you? Yeah, and it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. What's wrong with it, darling? Well, the bridge goes to the right and the tip goes to the left. Oh, yes, it does. Oh, I can see that now that you've said it. I'm never going to unsee that now, you know? It's like one of those paintings you have to stare at for a while until you get it. But then you pass it and then every time you can see it right away. Hmm, thank you for letting me know. Never going to not see your crooked nose now, darling. Get back to work. Darling, it doesn't look crooked if you just turn your head. It's like, you know, in sidewalk artists, when they draw it and they make it look like there's a pit on the sidewalk, you're like, don't fall in the pit. But then when you push from the other direction, it just looks like gobbledygook. That's what your nose is. It's upside down sidewalk art. There. Now Darling, it looks better. don't feel bad about your crooked nose. You know, lots of wonderful things are crooked. A person who is crooked, actually, a person who is crooked, actually, is a crook, isn't he? All right, never mind. You know what? Wipe down the menus, Crookie. All right, wipe them down. Listen, listen. 
Sometimes you have to embrace imperfection. I think it's lovely that your nose now looks like the Subway logo. Enjoy. <laughs> Poor Raquel. My God, I know. she's so beautiful. Who she cares? Is so be- it doesn't I- even look crooked. Literally would not notice. And she's sitting there with pinkies in her nostrils, probably trying to find the flag from Double Dare. And she's just like going down, like just spiraling through all this. And uh, she says that her doctor prescribed her exercises 14 times a day to sort of like get everything right. So... So she's like doing that, but then she's also getting rid of a bunch of dresses and uh, James is watching her, you know, cull her collection. And he's like, oh, Raquel, you look good in these tight dresses, you know. Oh, and by the way, remember how I had that whole storyline about Max? Yeah, that's done now. I spoke to him and we're all good. So it's all it's all done. And I was like, what? You can't do that. That was my favorite storyline of the season. You can't wrap that up off camera. Yeah. And then we see a clip of Max talking to Vanderpump at the restaurant. He's like... Well, Mama, I've thought about it, and we've made up. I mean, he did apologize. And then I spent three days straight getting my knob polished on VR Oculus porn, so I forgave him. <laughs> like, you can see you're moving on with him then. Yes, I also need to buy some paper towels, actually. Remind me. <laughs> put that on my list. Well, you know, he has a lot going on in his life, you know, what with his girlfriend and her boomerang face. So I thought I'd take it easy on him. Oh, good. Good for you. So um, then we come back. And Raquel is like, James, your anger issue isn't resolved. And it's like, well, I know my temper is a bit out of control sometimes and it ruins my day and my mood and those around me, whatever. <laughs> well, maybe you can go to AA to talk about it. He's like, ah, Raquel, I'm not completely sober because I smoke weed and I'm a creative person, okay? My job is in nightlife. And if I'm not having a drink, I'm going to go smoke a joint. Oh, for God's sake, Raquel, I'm not going to be super straight. Mr. Sober all the time. Mr. Sober, I'm a creative person. I'm a creative person. I'm a, I, have, I have a residency at, at Sir once a week. Yeah. Red flag. And also anybody who lives in L.A. knows what. Oh, you know, I, I, I smoke weed. We all know what that means. You do everything yeah. else except drink. Everybody mm-hmm. knows it, okay? You can just say you smoke weed on TV now because it's legal. I mean, you can't it's just come on here and say, like, I took five Adderall and did a line, you know? Pre-workout pill, Ronnie. It's totally the legal. The pre-workout pill, yep. Here we are. Totally Back legal. to the pre-workout. So he's talking about how um, he's telling us, like, marijuana's legal. I mean, let's face it. I'm very high energy, you know? It, it takes me back down to neutral. I mean, look at me. I'm stoned right now. Could you tell? You're fucking <laughs> tweaking, bro. <laughs> so then Raquel is like, well, if not AA, maybe some meditation. Like, I'll do meditation. And she goes, yeah, meditation or boxing. Boxing, great way to channel your energy. I'm like, meditation and boxing are to- two totally different experiences, Raquel. <laughs> you can either be calm and very present and just think about your surroundings, or you could be pummeling the shit out of someone. <laughs> Well, exactly. I mean, people with a bad temper, I don't know that they need to learn to use their body as a weapon. Yeah. And if you're concerned about your nose, I don't think, you know, you'll get roped into doing some boxing yourself. I don't think you need to be in a boxing environment, Raquel. Yeah. So then drinks it, Tom, Tom. Lisa comes in with this big, creepy mask that says, sir, but it looks like a horror movie. Just the way the lines run on the mask. She's like, (laughs) happy Halloween. (laughs) So, um, and then we see like cameos from, uh, we see Jojo. He's like, he's like, perfect. Thank you. As he goes and twerks his way down the, down the bar line. And then the Toms enter and Lisa, Lisa still loves 
mining this for comedy. Oh, did you get dressed together? You're wearing the same thing. She's still going, still going for the comedy with them wearing this. Like I, I they as are they. By the way, they're still doing the we're going to do the the twins thing at Tom Tom. Uh, yeah, I'm going to need more from them. Other than like, we wear glitter jackets that we bought off Amazon together. We've done so much together. We've made money together. We've saved money together. We get matching outfits together. And then we see a montage of like, wow, the wacky Toms matching <laughs> sweaters. Yeah, that we get it. We get it. We it's it's been a few years. We we un, we get we understand that they are they're a duo. Okay, there's a bar so, called Tom Tom. We figured it out. Right. So Ken is there. And Lisa's like, well, I wanted to talk to you guys about the bar you're opening. Because when I called you today, you were with the guy who's going to open the bar, right? And I'm just very protective of you guys. And if you have questions, I thought Ken and I should weigh in on some of this. Ken, anything to say? He's like, you know what I've got to say? God damn bar. When you're in the bar, you're going to have drinks and you give to people in the bar. And sometimes people say, can I have some food with that? And you have a little food. Under the bar. Oh, am I awake right now? Am I awake right now? Is somebody in the house? Is somebody in the house? <laughs> I'm very worried about you two mortgaging your house. When you put money into this bar, it's a little bit of money. And if the business goes on, you'll be knocked spark out. You'll be knocked spark out. <laughs> Knock your fucking spark out. <laughs> Um, so Ken says, yeah, he's worried about them mortgaging the house, and it's not like it's just a little bit of money. And he's like, all right, then, how long is the lease? He's like, um, I think it's probably a few years. Okay, so let's say you put your money in and you mortgage your house on this place you have no idea of the length of the lease. <laughs> now, yeah. if the company is liquidated, what do you own? A lot of fucking banging liquid that I can turn into something drinkable <laughs> for damn Dude, sure. We still haven't used that thing where I can make frozen shots. Remember that? <laughs> no, darling. No, darling. What do you what do you own? Um uh we own the concept of a bar. We know like people have to pay us if they want to open up a bar. It's like, no, darling, that's not how that works. Well, we own the name and we own the concept. It's like, oh, are you sure about the concept? It's like, well, it's not crystallized, but almost there. Oh, so you know nothing. All right, well, be careful, darling. So then the Sandoval's like, you know, dude, at some point we have to be shoved out of the nest. And then he tells us, I know Lisa's concerned about me getting in over my head, but getting in over your head is what pushes you to the next level. Or drowns you, by the way, or drowns you. <laughs> Did you ever see Witness? Hello. <laughs> she's like well i you know i worry about you because you guys never seem to give us a straight answer darling and then schwartz meanwhile is like rubbing his ass against tom like a cat scratching post <laughs> it's like oh god that's what i mean and look at you are you wearing flip-flops darling to the restaurant uh, yeah and then schwartz he puts has, his yeah dirty puts his feet up foot. on the table yeah because he, he's wearing like a flip, like an Adidas flip or something. And he puts it up on like a chair and it's, it's just like up there barefoot in the flip. And Ken like sort of like lifts up. It's like the, this is the most movement we've seen from Ken since he got knocked over in that pool. And he like lifts up and looks at it because he's so horrified. And he's like, you're one of the owners of the bar. Why do you have flip flops on? And he's like, oh, oh, Baba, I stubbed my Morton's toe. Oh, I'm like, it doesn't mean you have to like. You don't have to wear a flip because you stub your toe. 
You need a pedicure, darling. Oh, you know what might be wacky, wacky, wacky storyline? I'm getting one at the house. You should come, darling. And he's like, wow. And he, like, starts playing with his lip. He's like, I can come get that at your house. Like, Can I just point out that you were holding your dirty toes and then you put your hand in your mouth, <laughs> darling? <laughs> oh, yeah. they're so charming. They're so charming. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Great advertisement for... Um a bar. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So then uh, we then go, and then it's like, in like then another day, and Tom is getting his hair cut at home, and there's a guy, and he's like, you like it? It's a whole new look, right? It's like, we'd love to see it. Love the hair. Love it. Don't you love it so That's much? Jesse. Okay, bye. Was that Jesse? Because I thought it was Jesse, but I also wasn't sure if it was Jesse. Yeah, he's not a new guy. He's everybody's favorite under five, Jesse. Jesse Montana. I think oh. his name is Montana, but he's like, yeah, yeah, I like it. How, how are you feeling? Do it feel good on you? Like, love to see that. Love to see that. All right. All right. I'm out of here. Bye, guys. Was that five? Nope. Damn it. All right. Yep. I'll take my $5 and um, a club soda. <laughs> Thanks. He is see an you. OG. He's been there since the first season, I believe. I think he was part of that that random. Remember um, in season one? When um, Kristen and Katie got mad at Stassi in Vegas, so she dumped them as friends and decided to befriend all like the busters. <laughs> I was like, these are my new friends. And for like one episode, she was friends with all the people you never see on the show. <laughs> yeah. So Ariana's like, um, Lala just texted, hey, girl, could you come early to help me set up? Because I need help with alcohol. And I know you're great with all things bartending. <laughs> so that's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, this is like the first time that Lala and I will be hanging out since Palm Springs, and uh, it's sort of weird. And Sandoval's asking her uh, about how like Sheena feels about Lala bringing up stuff at the tea party and stuff, and Ariana's like, I do think it's important to be transparent and tell the truth, especially with serious stuff like this. And Sandoval's like transparent the way Lala did with Randall when they first started dating dude and then clip from 2016 of I do not have a married boyfriend who is this person you guys are talking about who who is it and Ariana's like um yeah I know we lied for her but that was then and this is now you know this is a different situation and my best friend Sheena is in a good place and if that changes then the pitchforks come out Mm-hmm. So now we so go James over. So Jameson, Raquel, yeah. boxing class. They're boxing with Robbie. Robbie, who sounds like he's a little bit Irish. And so um, uh, James is saying he's open. He's open to boxing if it's Raquel's idea. He's, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to channel this angry energy into something else, okay? So then um, there's boxing and a lot of Robbie saying things like, hit it hard, hit it hard, hit it, come on, hit it hard. Okay, hook, get me with the hook. Okay, bring it in, bring it in. Good job, goodbye. Yeah, he leaves, so they sit down, and uh, James hated it, of course. <laughs> James sucks as it, or sucks at it, but Raquel's really good. And um, she's like, well, we should talk about your anger, because you have this bad habit of saying things to hurt people. And my greatest fear is that we're going to have kids, and you hurt their self-confidence. And he just nods blankly. He's, like, not even listening to her. He's like, yeah, 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 I cherish what we have. I'll cherish that. I'll cherish it, right? <laughs> And she's like, so blah, 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 the, you're, you're the jewel of my life, blah, 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 cherish it. Yes, anyway, going on. I'm going to go to the doctor, and I'm going to have to tell the doctor. Tell him what? That you bumped my nose. He's like, oh, come on. 
So she tells us that a week after her cast was off, James comes in for a kiss really hard and hit her nose. <laughs> okay. And so, um, and so two months ago, they had a conversation about this. And James is like, don't tell Lisa that I bumped your nose. I have already have enough issues with bumps, if you know what I'm saying. So don't tell her. They're going to think it's something absolutely much worse than it is. And, she go, and so she's like, I have to say, I have to tell all the information. And he's like, I don't even like you going in there. I don't want you to go in there. Because he doesn't want them to go in and think that, have them think that he's abusing her, her, right? And so now he's telling her not to even go in. (laughs) So he's he's so fucking selfish. He's like, I don't even like you going in there. You're beautiful, right? And if it gets worse, like, what if your nose gets worse? That's going to be really hard. She's like, Hmm. yeah, that is scary. He's like, it's going to be hard for me, Raquel. Please don't fuck up your nose. Listen, physical... And then they do the diary room together. They're sitting right together. And he's like, physical attraction is really important. I still think she's absolutely gorgeous. You know, like, still rock hard when I look at her. I I still get rock hard. When I look at her, kidding. <laughs> and then he tells her, If I hate the way you look, what am I going to do? It scares me, Raquel. Know that. All right. I'll keep making that clear. And I'm going to keep making that clear every time we talk about this. It's very important. Fuck you, you fucking cross eyed howdy doody talking about how fucking someone looks. Get the fuck out of here. Dump him and run. Fuck that guy. It's very important for me, Raquel, that I reduce you down to your nose and nothing more than that. Okay, Raquel, because I love you. For the shape of your nose, and pretty much that's it. Okay, so He's then a fucking abusive monster. She needs to leave him. Who fucking yeah. says that to somebody? You better stay hot because the second you're not hot, I'm out of there. Yeah, that's essentially the the, the narrative. It's He's disgusting. Pushing. Oh, it's disgusting. And she's just like looking down, all sad. That's she's what like, I was saying. Like, here we go. We were worried we weren't going to have another abusive monster. Fucking disgusting, James. Gross. Yeah. So now we go to Villa Rosa and. Uh, Schwartz and Katie come over and, you know, Katie's talking about how she hasn't had a pedicure in a year, etc. So they they all sit down in these chaise lounges that Lisa has arranged outside. And of course, Schwartz like doesn't know how to use a chaise lounge. He's like, oh, 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 darling, darling, you have to calm down. Okay, be careful. It's a chaise lounge. Like, he's, like, knocking it over. He's pushing it back. <laughs> I'm like, he really is so useless at so many things in life. Katie, typical Katie, thanks for letting me crash. I haven't had a pedicure in over a year. Oh, my God. Get her out of here. What is she even here for? And then also, I, my actual note is no one is surprised. Yeah. I haven't had a pedicure in over a year. Mm, looking around the room for some somebody. Anybody surprised? Nope. All right. Let's keep moving. Though the best is also then Lisa, you know, reclining and being like, ooh, it feels so good. It's been such a long time. Now I'm living the life to which I've become accustomed to. She's acting like she's been living in a cave during the entire pandemic. And now she finally gets to have a taste of luxury again while they're like on her in her sprawling y- yard by the gazebo next to the <laughs> miniature horses and the swans and the pool and the, the, the hillside vista. <laughs> and she's like, oh, finally luxury. I'm just imagining those nails technicians just cursing her like under their breath like this fucking bitch god wasn't it difficult for you not giving pedicures i mean what did you do for fun in your mansion with your pool and your miniature donkeys eh? <laughs> just like, bitch. <laughs> so lisa tells us that she wants to put some things back on the menu at tom tom because the restaurant's been closed forever and she says you know because we're 
you know, we're going to put some more, we've taken some stuff off the cocktail menu. We're going to put some stuff on and a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff has changed. And so now everything is new. I mean, things have changed. There's new staff. You know, some staff has left. I'm like, because they were racist and they were fired. Well, and also you didn't pay your staff. She didn't, she's, she got in a lot of trouble for not paying her staff. There was a lot of controversy with her restaurant. She was just like, all right, bye. See you when we see you. You know, they didn't have. (laughs) From what I remember in the news, I don't have any links on her, but um, yeah, I remember there being a lot of controversy with that. She's like, I just don't understand why we don't have very much staff these days. So um, she, Schwartz, oh, so she, he's like, we're going to come up with a pitch and show you where we're at. She goes, well, all right, now let's get to this now. Not that I want to, darling, but if you want me to, since your loan was denied for being poor... Um, you put in 50 grand to the restaurant and, you know, if you want 100 grand back, for you personally, of course, you wouldn't have to share that. Um, you're trying to buy me out? No, 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 darling, no. I'm just saying if you want to give me your part of the restaurant, darling. Yeah, I mean, this is actually... It actually makes me love Lisa Vanderpump because she is so sly. <laughs> She's like, oh, are you in financial straits? Well, if you want, I could buy you out because you're very... You know, like she's basically like, <laughs> she's basically, you know, attacking when he's most vulnerable, right? To take take over his share of Tom Tom, which is so Lisa Vanderpump. I, I, I have to admire it. So yeah. um, uh, he, uh, Schwartz is talking about how, uh, about his application loan. And he goes, yeah, I don't think that they liked it. When I said I was a actor, model, actor. And at first I was like, okay, that's funny. Like, But then I thought about it and I was like, he probably did put that down on his application. I would not put it past him. <laughs> and and also, you're neither of those things, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that too. They <laughs> <laughs> probably actually know what a actor is and looked it up. And we're like, uh, I think he did an underwear shoot for his friend two years ago um, with a dad bod. So, nope, d- not giving that to him. Yeah. So, basically, Lisa offers $100,000. Uh, she's like, well, I know you need it for your new non-Vanderbump soon-to-be-failure venture. So, take $100,000. Your new will. restaurant, which we fondly refer to as Fail Fail. <laughs> But he's like, no, you don't know how much Tom Tom means to me. And she goes, all right, but remember we had this conversation and never say to me that you needed money and we weren't there. And also, oh, God damn it, you fell off the chaise lounge again. Can somebody have this buffoon up? All right, now let's go in and flirt with each other over Rosé while poor little Katie stays out here alone with people she doesn't know. Come on, darling! So then we go to commercial and at this point, I had my closed captioning on. And I don't know if you, this happened with your closed captioning, but when we came back, we were in a scene with Lala and at Rand, at Randall's house, or at her house, I should say. And for some reason, a closed caption from a commercial would not go away. And it just was stuck at the top of the screen. And it just said, a breakthrough eczema treatment. And I was like, this is, <laughs> this is the best way to frame a scene at Lala's house. A breakthrough eczema treatment. <laughs> Unexplained itchiness at Lala and Ram's house. I'm also, so I glad have... we finally got a little bit of Cindy Lauper on Vanderpump Rules. Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. I got eczema. It hurts. <laughs> time after time, I'm itching. So <laughs> I'll I also... tell you my true colors. 
red and blotchy. All right. <laughs> Girls just want to have relief. Um, I um, <laughs> her music makes for good eczema commercials. <laughs> She's a natural well. choice. She's really she a natural itch, choice. She itch. Does she itch? I itch. We itch. Does she itch? Mm, it's more of a stretch. But um, also, can I tell you something that annoys me, Ronnie? Sure. I hate Lala and Randall's lack of landscaping in their front yard. Do you know what I mean? I don't by think this? they can have any, right? Because that's one of those houses in the hills, like like Leah's. You know, like the front. Like, what can you put? They have like a row of rocks and like some little tiny trees it's- that are really never going to do anything. Every time someone comes to their house, Lala greets them at the door and you see like a walkway and then you just see like a, a dirt slope, a small dirt slope and then the road. And I'm like, can you put a bush out there or something? I mean, can, can we get something up there? It just no. it looks like a construction zone. They can't because the house was remodeled with money that they borrowed from Fofty. So remember that whole mess? <laughs> well, like money Fofty by Monday, should show Fofty. some grace. Fofty should even fo- fo- just put, even put up like some smart water out there or vitamin water from Fofty or anything. Just put. I cannot look at that dirt slope any longer outside their door. Hmm. Uh, so Lala is getting ready to host. So Ariana comes over and the cleaning lady, I'm assuming, or her assistant or somebody, put out all the stuff for her and labeled like what goes in the bowls and stuff, so yeah. she knows what to do. And she's like, "I mean, I'm hosting. I can't just tell people to show up with their own white claws and Fritos." What show do you think you're on? Of course you can tell people to show up with their own White Claws and Tito's and Fritos. You literally don't know how to pour chips into a bowl, okay? I think this is a I think this is a White Claw and Cheetos party. Yeah. So Ariana's like, well, I'm surprised you wanted me to come help set up. And she's like, I mean, why are you surprised? Because you yelled at me and I said we don't give a fuck about each other? <laughs> Listen, I've, I've exploded like that a million times and you were triggered by it. And we've moved on. We're good, right? We're good. I mean, I need my chest to be free. Nothing about I... your chest is free, ma'am. And yeah. she's like, your boobs are way <laughs> too big for that. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this sort of thing where someone is ridiculous and obnoxious and then they kind of like they kind of co-opt the 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 sentiments that you have and are like I get it you were triggered I I do this a million times out but we're moving forward it's like I I don't like that as a resolution you just kind of it, 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 what's that called is that That's toxic, la la. toxic optimism when you say something really nice and then so just so you can move on wow i've never heard that but i like it I may have butchered that. Optimism but. is so often toxic. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's a fucker. He takes no responsibility, basically. Um, so uh, Ariana's like, I mean, I guess I guess we're friends again. So they start talking about poker. And Lala's like, yeah, Randall is re by Randall. He was named that by Chloe uh, Kardashian. Okay, because he just kept buying it. Or Kylie. <laughs> was it Kylie or Chloe? <clears throat> I remember Chloe, but I wrote Kylie. So I'm not sure. I, 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 it was, oh, she said, oh, I, oh, I thought you were acting as Lala was saying that. No, it was Chloe. It was Chloe. Who it was coined, Chloe. Yeah. Chloe who coined that very famous and wonderful nickname, Rebuy Randall. Like, you know, I'm sure she meant it as a total compliment. Too. She's regular Mark uh, Twain. Yeah. But Lala just wanted to say, wow, look, somebody famous, somebody famous. We know named the Kardashians. Randall. Yeah. Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly wanted to call him. 
poker chip Kelly. I mean, poker chip Randall. But we really let what decide to go with Chloe's option instead. Megan Fox calls him Debtor Debtor Danny, but since his name isn't Danny, we're gonna go ahead and go with Chloe. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, Lord Lord calls <laughs> Lord calls him Anti Anti Randall, and I had a lot of problems with that until I realized it was A N T E, and I was like, okay, you're allowed to do that, Lord. <laughs> Meryl Streep calls him Bankrupt Ben again, which is really funny. <laughs> So um, uh, so now we cut over to, it's either an apartment or a hotel suite. I don't know. It's some space uh, that Randall is in. Yeah. It, did you, I, I guess it was a hotel suite, but it looked like they had taken down the little map that they have on the back of the front door of a hotel room. Did you notice that? <laughs> this is what I'm paying attention to. I was like, <laughs> I see, I see the markings of where there was a map, but it's not there anymore. Did they have to take that down for production? I, was, I don't know. Production's like, we don't thoughts. want people to know where the fire exit is. Okay? <laughs> I was like, take so that down from the back of the door. <laughs> Get them all in there and light the place on fire. Okay. So the guys start showing up, and uh, James is like, whoa, this is proper. And Jesse Metcalf comes over, and James is like, Jesse, thank God you're not ugly. I'll play with you. Oh, thank God you've maintained <laughs> your looks. Don't know how you've done it, but proper. Well done, bro. Yeah, Jesse Metcalf in an alternative universe would have wound up as a cast member of this show. Like, if that audition for Desperate Housewives didn't go right, you know, he would have been like season season two. No, well, it is pretty no perfect, later. right? Because Desperate Housewives led to Real Housewives. That's why they called it Real Housewives to That's capitalize true. on the name Desperate Housewives. Ooh. So Sandoval's like, "Wow, I'm surely, I'm sure that uh, Jesse doesn't remember this, but I actually met him over ten years ago when Kristen and I gave him a ride home after a Coachella party." I'm sure he does remember because you know that <laughs> ride was like, "Oh my God, have you seen our short film?" <laughs> do you know how to do landscaping in real life? Seriously? <laughs> Seriously? Go-go! Ow! Sorry I ate your face. I saw a crow out there. Sometimes, sometimes when I think about landscaping, I become a bird. Go-go! <laughs> Mariposa. You know, when I first heard of landscaping, I thought, where's it escaping to? Get back here, land! <laughs> do you like buy clothing from Land's End? Do landscapers buy clothing from Land's End? Is that how that works? Where is the end of uh, land? All right, just want to say this last time. I played, uh, I played, uh, last time I played with Sandoval and uh, Schwartz, and I lost 17 grand. All right. <laughs> the male Dorinda today. Dorinda. I was like, yeah. well, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Dorinda's like, all right, all right. Let's ante up. Okay. All right. Who has some chips? So I also, uh, Schwartz, uh, Sandoval's in some, another look, and Schwartz is like, Tom, you look like a hot job. Remember Nintendo 64? Hot job. And I just I just want to say this. I'm not a big James Bond person, but I know there were a lot of James Bond people who were like, you're going to fucking credit Nintendo 64, not James Bond for odd job. So I just am going to give voice to those people. I'm not even trying to be funny. I just want those people to feel heard. And seen. give a voice. I'm giving a voice so, um, to the under the, the under the underheard James Bond fans who listen to this podcast. The shorts is like, we need to take a shot. No, we should take two shots. Is that too much to start? Well, really working on that baby, huh? Like, seriously? You're going to make zero effort. Zero. <laughs> yeah. So then we go over to girls' night, and everyone arrives, and they just kind of sit around the table and stare at each other. It's really awkward. Yeah. So uh, Ariana's like, can I get you a drink, Sheena? She's like, no, I'm hungry now. <laughs> 
Uh, I'll get some through now. You know what? Like, bro, cocks, but like, it's crazy. Like, I had some kind of pie in my mouth. I, I feel like I had French and Dutch fighting in my mouth all day, and I just want peaceful food. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then Charlie brought her own food. We haven't seen Charlie in a while. I'm, I, I had... I had higher hopes for Charlie this season and uh, really all she offers this episode is that she brought her own food and um, because I know that Lala is not sympathetic to my food issues. What are your food issues? Nobody even knows what the fuck you're talking about. What are they? Like you need a certain kind of thing. Is it a gluten thing? Nobody knows Charlie. I need better Charlie. She was abused to food. There was a whole thing. I know, but no, but that's, (laughs) but when you say my food issues, like, can you have some kind of food? You can't just say someone's not sensitive to my food issues if they don't know what you're eating. You know what I mean? Well, I think, it was just, I think it was just a good excuse because she knows that Lala probably orders terrible takeout. Let's be honest. Okay. There's some yeah. people you know that when they say they're putting out a spread, you just know it's going to be thoughtless. So Sheena, <laughs> and I'm going to say that Lala has thoughtless spreads. And I'm going to put that out there. So Sheena was like, I think the last time I was here was after Jackson Brittany's engagement party when I was like fucking wasted. And I just like bought someone a penguin and he hated me. <laughs> <laughs> then we get the classic clip of her telling she, uh, Kristen, you know, the thing that he loves more than anything in the world is penguins. And like at the, at the aquarium, you're going to adopt a fucking penguin. So I did it. <laughs> and so she tells the girl, she's like, and then a year later or whenever I met Brock, because it was like not a year later, but okay, she knows. She was like, and then like uh, a year later when I met Brock and Ariana just stands up and goes, I'm going to go get hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> The story continues, though. A year later, when I met Brock, he adopted me a koala, like not even knowing that I had already adopted a penguin. Uh, Ronnie, <laughs> do you know that we have a penguin? Of course I know. Okay. I saw the birth certificate somewhere around here. Yeah. Oh, you ha- Oh, I was wondering because I was a little panicked. I was like, I haven't seen that birth certificate. So you have the birth certificate for our uh, yeah, penguin? Yeah, it's around here somewhere. Someone gave us a penguin at one of our shows. I think like it was the in Minnesota. Gift. Yeah, I think it was yeah, in Minnesota. Someone came up and was like, guess what? We got you guys a penguin. So we have a penguin oh, yeah. somewhere in the world. We're basically yeah. like we're basically like penguin brocks. Somewhere we have a penguin. Yeah. <laughs> but we came so then, we came back to America to make a better life for our penguin. Yeah. We'll we'll be at the penguins college graduation, which we're not paying for. So Lala's <laughs> just staring at her with this look like, what the fuck, Sheena? So then we go back to poker and I started writing notes for every hand and I was like, stop it. I erased them yeah, and made myself stop. I wrote poker, poker, banter. Um, and then there's Maria Ho is there, who is a professional poker player. And so she's doing stuff. The only thing I really wrote down was that in the middle of all the, the poker stuff, John, Tom Sandoval made some sort of like John Tucker must die joke because of Jesse Metcalf. And <laughs> Jesse Metcalf did not appreciate it whatsoever. He did not laugh or acknowledge it because he's, he's like, come on, bro. That's your movie, right? It's like, yeah, but I'm an actor. Shut up. No, you're not. No one, no one knows who the hell you are. If they didn't watch desperate housewives, get over yourself. Yeah, sir. You um, should be so happy. There's a John Tucker joke. Okay. I would be so happy. If there's I, a crap joke at a poker table. So I started to look up Emmett, uh, Randall Emmett, because I wanted to know about like his poker. That's how I found out, you know, who's a famous poker player and all this. <laughs> so I went on Reddit and read a thread about him in poker, the poker subreddit. These comments. Okay, wow. I'm going to read you some comments. <laughs> Emmett's a real asshole. Played with him about 10 years ago, and he was a dick the entire time. Everyone in the game put up with it, though, because he's a whale. He's even rude to his assistant. My point, who knows what 50 Cent is saying is true, but I'm inclined to believe it. And then someone says, I was at a table with over from him at the win earlier this year. 
Um, he asked if someone would give him a $300 rack, and when they wouldn't, he asked if he could sign over his plane. Then started twenty five fifty and told all the pros if they didn't straddle, he'd quit the game while yelling at them and <laughs> that they were all fat fucking fish and nits. And some OMC idiot at our game decided that being butthurt about the swearing and yelling would get him attention, so he tried to call the floor, but the table captain at our table had to stop him and explain that we were at the high stakes section and they'd just move our game to the low stakes area. Blah, blah, blah. So then someone else goes, I actually met... (laughs) I actually saw Emmett at a grocery store in Vegas the other day. I told him how cool it was to meet him in person, but I didn't want to be a douche and bother him and ask him for photos or anything and he said oh like you're doing now and i was taken aback and all i could say was huh but he kept cutting me off and going huh 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 and closing his hands shut in front of my face i walked away and continued with (laughs) 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 closing his hands shut so he's going like like no like i think it's like doing like uh you know how people make the move of talking like blah 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 with their hand he's like shutting his hand in his face so I walked away and I continued with my shopping and I heard him chuckle as I walked off. <laughs> when I came to came up to pay for my stuff up front, I saw him trying to walk out the doors with like 15 Milky Ways with his ha- in his hands without paying. <laughs> the girl at the counter was very nice and professional and was like, sir, you need to pay for those first. At first, he kept pretending to be tired and not to hear her. <laughs> but eventually he turned back around and brought them to scan them each individually to prevent any electrical interference and then turned around and winked what? at me. <laughs> I don't even think that's a word. No, to prevent any electrical inter- in interference. Okay, to perfect any electrical inveterance. And then he winked at me. I don't even think that's a word. After he scanned each bar and put them in a bag and started to say the price, he kept interrupting her by yawning really loudly. (laughs) I love the level of detail that this person had. Because you'd think the story would just be like, yeah, I saw him. He was rude. And then he tried to walk out with Milky Bar. But like, he's like, no, there was a yawn. How funny is that? That that shit is so funny. Ever. And then someone else says, I played a game with him in New York City a few years back. He lost under he lost just under sixty thousand, stiffed the game and never paid. <gasps> so this guy's a real shithead, this Rambo. Wow. <laughs> oh, I mean, again, this is like the headline of obvious quarterly i mean right like i mean what about randall what about where is the surprise here everything about this guy he's been he's lived up to or lived down to his reputation this entire show he's gotten a wonderful edit on this show they've made him look like this sort of kind of like a a, an irascible gremlin type that's like adorably like adorably trolly you know like oh yeah he's like a little it's, it's like the you know, it's like the it's like the boar in Lion King. Like, oh, it's a boar, but it's cute and animated and cuddly and and just sort of tells you Hakuna Matata. But actually, it's still a boar. You know, stop attacking Shakira. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it probably was him who attacked. Shakira. It probably was Randall who attacked Shakira in Barcelona. He's like, you got Milky Ways. Huh? <laughs> Shakira was probably like, you need to pay for those Milky Ways. He's like. Wah! <laughs> wherever, wherever. Quiet, I want milk quiz. <laughs> oh, so um, let's see. So back to the girls party. Lala's like, so where, where are Shishu and uh, no, where's Ariana and 
that other girl. And Katie's like, I guess they're having trouble finding the hot sauce. <clears throat> and Sheena's like, I'll get them! And gets the hell out of there. So then Sheena, inside... Sheena just... Sheena just pulls out her phone. She's like, hi, vlog viewers. Today we're talking about hot sauce. Louisiana or Tapatio? What's the difference? Where is Louisiana and how do you do tap dancing next to a Tio? I don't even un- understand these words. Comment below. <laughs> so inside, Ariana's telling Charlie, so food is just a vehicle for hot sauce. Or ranch <laughs> if you're Katie, which we've learned on this show. So then yeah. outside, Lala and Katie are with Raquel. And of course, Lala just starts in right away. She's like, so, at that lunch with Lisa? And Katie's like, you know about this, right, Raquel? And she's like, um, I didn't know about the domestic violence part. And Lala's like, well, people don't just get those things pinned on them, okay? And Katie's like, yeah, so he didn't see his kids for years and years? Okay, but why? Because he couldn't. But why? Because he wasn't paying child support. But why? Because he wasn't seeing his kids, so he's just not going to pay child support. Okay, but why? And then he comes to America, but why? And then he goes to a bookstore. But why? And he buys two different cookbooks. But why? For Dutch baking and French baking. But why? But why? Mm-hmm. So Raquel tells us, Brock was already put on trial. Why do we need to put him on trial again? All right, Raquel. This is... <laughs> he, it's, mm, this is not Katie, your... Uh, this is, this Raquel is, sticking up for terrible men is kind of her thing, I guess. Yeah, let's let's... It's time for your nose exercises. So now Katie... So Katie's like, I don't just believe in painting red flags and glitter and calling them something else. I believe you marry the red flag and tell it to go <laughs> gamble away thousands of dollars while he's mortgaging my house and drinking copiously so he can't get me pregnant. Okay? Yeah. That's what you do with the red flag. <laughs> exactly. I found the hot sauce! Sheena comes out, like, so <laughs> proud that she found the hot sauce for them. So now all the girls get into the into the hot tub. And Raquel is uh, talking to Sheena, and she's like, I was just talking to Lala and Katie, and they brought up the whole situation with Brock, and it's like, you're just dating another, it's not like you're just dating another boyfriend, but you have a, a, a baby with this man, it's not fair to question your judgment on who this man is. Are you looking at my nose? Please don't look at my nose. Oh my god, that's the longest sentence you've ever said. Congratulations. But you know what? You're right. And anyone who cares about me wouldn't bring that up. So... And, and then she, um, she was like, I don't know what this obsession with Brock is. Like, she she said she would stop. It's really annoying. And then, um, which is funny because Lala never said she would stop. It was just Sheena at that party saying like, please stop. <laughs> that's it. So uh, then... She's like, Lala, way to not give anyone a complex. Because Lala's in her swimming suit looking all great. And Sheena's not going to swim. She's like, the doctor ordered me not to. So Katie's like, well, Sheena, I forgot to give you my mom's gift. Because when I got home, I was going to give it to Brock. But he was already gone. She's like, yeah, I texted him. And I was like, why did you? And no offense to you, Lala. But I was like, why would you talk to Lala? And she's like, oh, I'm not offended. I thought it was strange, too. Yeah, yeah, I was like, why the fuck did you say that? Like, he didn't even give you the whole situation. Like, he gave you a highlight of a situation, which probably is, you probably took that as, like, he beat up his wife. Um, If that's a highlight, is that it makes it sound like he beat up his wife? I think we have to re-examine our, like, <laughs> our storytelling abilities here. I love that she called it a highlight. <laughs> I know. It's like his greatest hit, hits album, you know? <laughs> Coming up next, here's a highlight from Brock's life. 
he has a restraining order. <laughs> it's like, what? So Lala says, I stand, I stand by the fact, and I'm and Shishu, I'm not coming for you whatsoever when I say this, but I stand by it. And Sheena's like, well, I, I understand. I just wish that, like, you would just, like, trust my judgment because I wouldn't have a baby with someone who I think is a terrible person. I would have a baby with someone who gives me attention, okay? And what's more frustrating is why, like, why wasn't this a concern the first year that Brock and I were together? She's like, uh, because I didn't know about it. You didn't know we had two kids? It's like, well, when I hear someone has two kids, I'm like, fine. Like, Randall left his two kids, you know, locally. So I finally have a friend who knows what it's like to step up and be a stepmother when the husband leaves the wife and kids for you. I thought that would bond us, okay? <laughs> like, and then, then you do the whole, I haven't seen my kid in four years, and you just want that to be like, oh, no big deal. It's like, bah, Ariana and Raquel and Charlie all now. By the way, uh, I like how Lala is now, again, starting to position herself as the victim here. Like, she thought she was going to have this wonderful bonding experience because they could both be stepmothers together and share this. And now she can't have that experience. Lala, this isn't about you. Yeah. So uh, Lala's like, well, I don't give a fuck if everyone else knew. Like, how did I become the bad guy when your baby daddy has domestic violence charges pinned on him, hasn't seen his children in four years? Like, and here you are, pinning Brock's issues on someone else. These are Brock's issues. You're a victim in it. Your baby's a victim in it. His children are a victim in it. And that's all there is to it. Yeah, well, enjoy it when that gambling catches up to Rand. So now uh, we go over to uh, now the Toms have arrived at Villa Rosa for a night of cocktail tasting to see what's going to go back on the menu at Tom Tom. And so they bring in like a million boxes uh, and and like ingredients for their two cocktails. And so everyone shows up. People are arriving. And this is Brock's first time at Villa Rosa. So there's a lot of this is wild. Oh, that lady has swans. Look at that. It's a palm tree. It's a house. It's a driveway. It's wild. <laughs> and um, Schwartz, you know, basically, it's like kissy kissy. And Schwartz is like, wow, bro, you kind of upstaged me. Sandoval's like, that's not fit. That's not fit. Because they're talking about their drinks, I guess. Yeah. And Schwartz is like, I'm more about simplicity. Okay. <laughs> well, here's to the opening of Tom Tom. Possibly, if I get poor face over there to give me his part, it would be... Tom da pump, darling. All right. <laughs> so then Brock is sort of addresses the group. He goes, I just want to clear the air. First of all, I did just that. So we have an actual reason to clear the air. Second of all, I'm also an open book. Haven't been read by many because I'm a poorly written book, but I'm an open book and I have a history, but I've learned from all the mistakes I've made. And so then he pulls her aside to talk with her privately. And Lala's like, I think that's the part that grosses me out the most. He displays something horrific and tries to put a pretty bow on it. Some people only see the pretty bow. I don't see the bow. Yeah, because you're a fucking bow tire, okay? <laughs> you're, the, you are. you're like Have someone you working Rand? at the Barnes & Noble desk at Christmas <laughs> doing the rapping and then judging everyone else's rapping, okay? You are also rapping shit, ma'am. You have uh, a big old lied about when you met Rand so that it wouldn't look like you were cheating with a married man. So don't please, please stop with your fucking bow hatred, okay? Bows serve a very important purpose in this world. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. Sometimes we need a bow. So not to defend, not to, to defend Brock, but it's more like, ma'am, look at all the gifts at your feet that you have with big bows on them. So yeah, 
Um, so now uh, Schwartz serves his cocktail, which is like a ba- fresh basil watermelon margarita, which looks lovely with a giant wedge of uh, watermelon as a garnish. And then Sandoval's serving his. He's like, dude, okay, I'm going to take off this coaster. And when I do this, there's going to be so much smoke. And he like unveils it. And there's like nothing. And Katie's like, I don't see the smoke, which is very much like Katie to to miss the whimsy. <laughs> and she's like, smells like a campfire in a good way. In a good way, Tom. So then Vanderpump and Brock's big talk. She's like, well, first of all, I want you to know how important Sheena is to me. And he's like, and that's exactly why I want to talk to you. I do have a pissed, but I'm not that person today. I'm not the person that could, um, well... That was that was years ago. <laughs> I tried to have a brief conversation with Lala about it, and I thought she could understand that it was a little more difficult than just kicking down the door to see my kids, you know, because the situation between me and my ex was toxic. And yeah, there was distance. There was this instance one time. I did slap my partner. I did. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, her face is like, she's like, <laughs> I was this hoping for like- broken... <laughs> I was hoping for a broken bird, not a bird that breaks things. This is like track lighting in a restaurant with no greenery. Mm. (laughs) So Lisa's like, so you got a restraining order against you? No, not because of that. We were 19 and we had an argument and I was, and I slept here. And following that, we moved to France and my little baby boy was born. But then we separated and then we found out that we were pregnant, even though we were separated. And then I had a little, then we had a little girl and that led to an argument with me and her dad, as in my wife's, my wife's dad, not the little girl's dad. Keep up, Lisa. And they pressed the domestic violence order against me. Okay. And I pressed that violence order back in their faces, but I have a person of a history. So, wow. So he thinks he's going to make this story better. <laughs> he's like, he's like, listen, the only reason people don't like me is because they don't know the whole story. So the whole story is not only did you slap your wife, but you also like hit her dad. What the fuck, dude? Well, we, I don't know. If, well, we don't know if we don't know about that part, but it sounds like there's definitely more. T- it, I would not be surprised if that that element was in that story, but he did not actually articulate that element just yet. So she's like, wait, wait. He, he says, um, well, we separated and then she took the kids away from me. And then I, and then I needed to go to court to appeal it and we went to court and it was lifted. So why can't you see your children then? Oh, because when I went to Australia to come on the dream, the American dream to do better for my whole family. And that whole time they they had a stepdad and they have a new life with the step they're married and the daughters are. The, the stepdad and I felt like this is I'm gonna I'm gonna cry now because I don't want to really explain alright alright that's enough videos. that's enough that's enough stop it now listen I don't know you but I could crack a walnut in those thighs of yours and yes you're a large bird but you're a large broken bird and I cannot turn a broken bird away from Vanderpump wings darling you are now in the little tiny bird cage in my heart tweet Tweet, my little love. <laughs> well, I desperately want this to be okay because I know Sheena wants it. But the fact is, the facts I'm hearing are terribly worrying. And I have to be honest about this. But also, he's a large man who cried. And that goes a long way for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, oh, that's all I gotta say. All right, well, tell me. 
what do you love about Sheena? And he's like, she makes me want to get more followers on Instagram. I mean, she makes me want to be a better person every day. Oh, but that's not her job, is it, darling? All right, all right, let me try again. Deep down, she just brings out the best in me. And that's what I want to be for my family and everybody. (laughs) It's like, real men cry. Mm. Brock, one last question. What is Sheena most like? A French apple pie or a Dutch apple pie? Oh, gosh. Oh, I'm stumped. If only I'd learned what the difference was between the two of them. So the only thing you can name that you love about Sheena is what she does for you. That's another red flag, you know? Like, can you name one quality about Sheena that's about her? Enchiladas. At least say enchiladas. (laughs) Enchilada night actually wouldn't have sounded like that deep of an answer, but it would have been, you know? I love her enchilada night. So then Lisa walks back into the kitchen after this conversation, this very intense conversation with someone she literally just met. And she's like, well, if ever I needed a drink, bring me the strongest fucking drink ever. (laughs) So uh, Sandoval's like, here's a drink, Lisa. I'm like, oh, darling, how difficult is this to make? It is very sexy. It is very sexy, but... How difficult is it? He's like, uh, it's simple. She goes, then why have you ruined my kitchen, darling? (laughs) Is this a sexy and unique cocktail or is it a sexy and unique disaster? So now they go to dinner. Well, they all sit down for dinner and uh, the the food is being served. And Lisa's Lisa's getting drunk and she's saying that the watermelon margarita is going on on the menu. And then Sandoval's like, and what about my whiskey? No! No. What about, yes, whiskey, no. No. And just kind of like stops the conversation. And Katie laughs. <laughs> and Tom is so, you know, you see Sandoval like, oh, oh. so mad. smoke. <laughs> so then Vanderpump's like, la, la, why are you so quiet? It's like, um, I just feel awkward. Oh, that's not like you, darling. Remember your first day of work? You wore a thong and one high heel just to be different. <laughs> Thong and one high heel. And a kitten needle, too, on your elbow. So Lisa's like, <laughs> Lala says, um, well, well, um, we had a girls' night last night, and um, I came to Sheener as a friend with concerns about you, Brock, and somehow you twisted it yet again. And my intention was, I thought we were friends, and I thought I knew you well enough to say, are you being smart? Um, no one twisted it. You came with information to fucking blow them up, which you've tried to do multiple times now. And he keeps coming and admitting everything. Yeah. And took the air out of your evil sails. Okay. He's doing that. So he is. He's actually playing this right and just admitting everything right up front, which is kind of rare for somebody on I a reality to, show. I'm impressed. I mean, the fact is that these things that are that he is revealing and that Lala is unearthing are legitimately terrible things. Terrible. And yet, still the conversation's kind of like about Lala being terrible. Like, that's bad. That You're doing something wrong, Lala. Yeah, because the stuff is fucking terrible, you know? But at the same time, you keep... She's just going about it in the wrong way, and she's trying to use it against this girl in the wrong way. Because it's like Raquel said, it's not like they're just dating. They had a baby together. Like, this isn't necessarily the... What's the outcome here? Are you saying that she should leave Brock when she has, like, a newborn? Like, yeah. what 
what should she do at this point? I don't really even know. But he well, is a shithead, so I don't know. But the fact that she goes so far that you're still like, fuck la la at the end of the it day. It just is also like a definite, like throwing rocks in glass houses with terrible dirty slopes out front kind of moment, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. I think that like from someone else, we, we might be like, oh, they definitely have a point. But from Lala, who has protected Rand, who is like clearly a creep right and people you know some people be like oh rand is so nice but i think that he picks and chooses who he's nice with because i also know some people who've worked with rand and have not said great things and i think that basically um she's protecting uh like a troll and um i think that like as we are about to see if the tables are turned she doesn't appreciate that sort of like honest feedback from a friend of course, right. So Sheila's like, Sheila, Sheena's Sheila. like, I just don't know why Lala can't let me live my life in peace. Like, I mean, forgive me for questioning your motives, but we haven't really had the most solid friend up. So Lala's like, I simply voiced a concern because I'm your friend. And Brock's mm-hmm. like, and it's fine. So then Sandoval jumps in. He's like, well, let me ask you this, Lala. Um... And Vanderpump's like, well, you know, Lala has the floor right now. He goes, give me a fucking second here. And snaps. And everybody's like, what the Whoa. fuck? Because Vanderpump's like, how dare you? <laughs> like the gates of hell open up. The swans start to like slowly rise from the pond and making their way over. Like, Ken's little Roomba rotates like, what did you just say? Ken, Ken's rotating around in circles and bumping against the glass wall trying to get outside. She goes, don't talk to me like that. Because sorry, I I said let Lala finish what she's saying. Now apologize to me. And he's, uh, I'm sorry about that. Oh, Lisa, dude. So sorry. then Lala's like, there's a lot that I will, there's not a lot that I stand behind, but I stand behind the fact that I'm a good motherfucker. So I'm extremely hurt by you, and I think you're dangerous as fuck, Sheena. Which, what? No, I think towards Brock. No, she was telling Sheena, because she's saying that Sheena's twisting everything and trying to make her look like a villain, which isn't happening. You're doing that. You keep bringing this up and trying to like, ooh, gotcha, have your gotcha moment, and it never works, right? So um, Sandoval tells us, Lala is almost always the aggressor and then plays the victim. She has absolutely no business talking about Brock. None. Yeah, and so then Sandoval tells her, Lala. It's all quiet. And then he goes, when you first started dating Randall. You had all these stipulations. It's just, okay, you know what? This is not going to happen, anti-Shishu, okay? Because what you're not going to do is talk about my fiancé right now. Hashtag, I have a baby at home. This man hasn't seen his children in four fucking years. How dare you compare him to my fiancé, who is a stand-up man, Okay. I'm like, oh, okay, and blah, I think blah. it's important to point out that he was saying, all right, well, blah, blah, blah. And she is the one who's going, wait, no, 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 yes. no, no. That is what's not going to happen. This man is a abuser. No, no, no. Screaming and having a fit. And he's like, but Lala, but Lala. She's like, how dare you compare, compare my man, you know, who cheats on his mother's children constantly and then leaves them for better younger models to him. How dare you compare that? And Brock's like, you chose to sit there and play the victim on this, Lawler. Hmm? I didn't <laughs> come to you. Great. She's yeah. like, play she's the like, victim? Because he's like, oh, she's like, that comes a lot. That's a lot coming out of you. He's like, oh, I'm not playing the victim. I haven't seen my kids. 
But I'm working towards it. The American dream. The new cats in America. In America. In America. And she's like, you're not the victim. You sob about your children. You sob about them. I'm like, okay, so now that's bad? Like, <laughs> she's she's just not playing this right at all. So, so Sandoval's like, well, what if I came to you and said, I heard 10 years ago that Randall did some fucked up shit, and I brought it up to other people. That's bullshit, Lala. And she's like, what are you even talking about? What are you even fucking talking about, Sandoval? So um, Sandoval doesn't think that Lala is standing up. What does that mean? Doesn't think Lala is standing up? <laughs> Why did I write that down? Are you sitting in a chair? Are you sitting in a chair right now? But Lala... He's, he's, uh, he's saying, standing, you know... Standing up. He's saying he that, that she's, she's pretending. pretending yeah. No, he's saying that she's pretending to bring it up. Like she's standing up for By Sheena. pretending to be friends with Sheena. He's like, yeah, you're saying, oh, Sheena, I'm really looking out for you, girl. That's really unfair. She goes, I really need you to shut the fuck up. And he's like, no, you don't. I'm annoyed. This annoys me, Lala. And then Katie's like, are you punking us right now, Sandoval? Or are you just being a punk? Which one is it? Oh, yep. Katie still Katie. fucking <laughs> has him. Katie's still fucking Katie, 100%. You know what? I don't care anymore. Okay, you say you're happy, Sheena. I wish you nothing but the best. I don't. I don't think we mesh well as friends at all. Okay, and I've already. Ex- I'm already exhausted by it. I'm okay, Brock. Brock, it's it's you going to bed dealing with what you've dealt with. Okay, and he's like, that's right, that's right. So she's all like in a huff because this really has not worked out for her. Right. And she's like, I'm going to call it a night. Now here come the white lady tears. She doesn't get her way so she's going to go, hashtag white lady. <laughs> getting inappropriate time for that. Sorry about that. So she goes in and she's like, uh, as she leaves, she goes, Sandoval, I hope you got your demons out. Yeah. So Lisa's like, you started oh, it. I sense a wing breaking in the kitchen i must go after lala lala my broken bird lala lisa i'm a good human being and i look out for me friends okay and for them to hold me to a torch i'm worried for her because she has a baby with this guy now it's not my issue i voiced my concern it backfired they make me a villain it's like hard enough already like how is it that this is what happens okay how is this i have a baby at home I have a baby at home. As a mother, I have a baby at home. Yep. Um, well, she tried it. She sure tried it, and she didn't get away with it. So, uh, you know, interesting, because it is Vanderpump Rules, so it's the typical, like, how can you be on anyone's side, really, in this situation? Brock, yeah. as far as we've seen, his actions are garbage. It's trash. Yeah. Um, but then Lala's actions are also trash, so not really sure. <laughs> At least, uh, at least, Brock seems to show some. Uh, it's too early to know how fake his contrition is, but like, at least he's showing some shreds of contrition, as opposed to like a Jax who would be like all squirrely and deny it and deny it and deny it and then get pushed and be like, "Okay, yes, I did do this," and then he'd be like, "Oh, well, I was silly. I was dumb. I was silly." At least Brock. It seems like Brock is seems to be like having some perspective on it, or. Maybe it's just that Brock already had that Jax moment before the show, and now he has a spiel. So it's hard to say. Well, he went on Watch What Happens Live with Sheena. Oh, my God. First of all, he ironed his hair. 
<laughs> he's wearing the same white pants he wears every damn day. He's a Carl in that way. Yeah. And all the questions, because, you know, it's Andy. So Andy, like, he's like, oh, what this one? Well, what would happen that? Tell me about leaving your kids, you know, yeah. the whole time. And Brock's answers are very kind of politician-y, like they're very rehearsed. And, of course, mm -hmm. he's had to answer them a million times already. But he still hasn't finished paying off the child support. You know, like he's still, he says, I'm working towards it. It's almost there. We're almost there. But he still hasn't paid it off. So it's not really a big, huge, hmm. you know, love fest for Brock either over here. Yeah. Wow. Well, on that note, guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow uh, for the, the final reunion episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And then later this week, we have Winter House. So... Go uh, go listen to those when they come out. And again, our tickets are on sale for our shows. That's at watchcrappins.com. And, um, and also don't forget, Monday nights we do take a seat. And we had a really fun one this week. Wow, that was really good. A lot of and and in fact, we had someone from Australia who talked, which was great. She basically said Brock is like a typical Australian male. There you go. So thanks everyone for listening, and we'll talk to you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels, Dana C. Dana Do. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClellan. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nicky Morgan letters. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Better than Tabuli, it's Annie and Julie. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 days of summers. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell, Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Kristen, the Ruby Rubano. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. <laughs>